Hi, Zoel. Welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> Hi. I know that you want to let your intrusive thoughts win, and you just want to yell into the microphone. No, I'm just laughing for no reason. I know. It's like when you, you're you not supposed to laugh in like a serious matter, but it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Is this funny to you? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you feel today? Yay. What did you do today? You went to church? And I went to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I'm not going to spoil your audience. Okay, in case anyone wanted to watch the Super Mario's movie, Zoel won't spoil it, but it was good? Yeah. And then you had two slushies. Yeah. And you're, you were on a sugar high like an hour ago. Yeah. Would you consider that a sugar high or no? Probably not. No? No. How would you describe how you were feeling? Like I just drank two slushies. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Don't put it there. To, like, just hold it up. Yeah. Okay, everyone. You are now listening to Welcome to the Kingdom. Welcome if you're new. My name is Karen Adakora, and I am with my littlest sister who has never been on the pod. I don't think she was ever mature i don't even mature enough to be on the pod i started the pod when she was 10 so um it probably makes sense now she's 12 i think she has a bit more knowledge a bit more wisdom a bit more conversational skills it's still a bit crazy though so we're gonna have to contain her crazy this episode what do you think that's not fair that's not fair no what would you say it's fair. And letting me be a little bit crazy, just a, just a tiny. Okay, tiny okay, bit. okay. We'll let you be a little bit crazy, just a tiny bit for the pod. How's that? Sure. Everyone is welcome to the kingdom in this pod, like all kinds of people, especially Zoel Darko. Okay. So Zoel, tell the audience a bit about yourself. Who are you? Age, likes, hobbies. Like, how would you describe Zoel Darko? Did you just say legs, or what did you just say? Likes. Oh, likes. That, yeah, I have two <laughs> black legs. <laughs> Not legs. Uh, How would you describe your legs? <laughs> uh, long. Yeah, they're very long. Zawal is longer than me. I'm going to be turning 5'8". Yeah, how do you... Well, you're only 5'5". Five five. And a half. So you're almost 5'6", and you're 12. That's wild. She's ta- She's getting taller than Clara, even, and Clara was like the tall model of the family. So you're not going to dethrone her as the model. How do you feel about that? Okay. <laughs> okay, so describe yourself for the audience. So, uh, right. Talk closer to the mic. Okay. So, I have no idea how to describe myself. Please give me, like, examples. <laughs> um, I don't know how to start. I know, I know, I know. I guess I would just say, like, if I know it's a hard question when someone says, like, who are you? Like, oh, my name is Karen. I'm 22. I just I graduated college a year ago. I now live in New York City. I'm pursuing social media, digital marketing. I have a podcast, a YouTube channel. Um, I like to read. I love God. I like music, like stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my name is Zoel. I am twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten everything else. Um. Yeah. Aww. That's all you 
thing. Okay. The, I like art music. She loves art. She's really good at animating. She makes. No, yes, she is. No, She's very good at animating. Don't trust her. <laughs> She's very good at animating. She loves animators. She loves watching YouTube. She loves her Nintendo. Yes, I do. She just had a science fair project. What was your science fair project about? How salty does water have to be for an egg to flow and to stop a grown man's heart? Oh, wow. That last part, the uh, joke. Uh, <laughs> slash J. <laughs> okay, so just how salty does water have to be for an egg to float? Yeah. And what was the answer? Five cups of water and one cup of salt. Okay, interesting. Did you know that 16 tablespoons of salt can stop an entire grown man's heart? Wow. That's a fun fact. Yeah. 16 tablespoons? I'm out to get you, Karen. <laughs> we now know if if I'm dead, let this be the warning sign. Yes. <laughs> okay, so in my on my podcast, I do something called um what I'm welcoming and exiling each week, okay? So each week I tell the audience what I'm welcoming into my kingdom, like anything new. If I just started liking a new snack or reading a new book or listening to a new artist or like a new thought, like three things that I just welcomed this week. And then what I'm exiling, three things that I'm getting rid of this week. So let's say like I'm getting rid of like procrastination. I'm getting rid of um, social media this week or maybe I'm getting rid of Maybe I stopped liking Boba. Like, I'm getting rid of Boba this week, you know? Never would happen, I know. That is monstrous, Karen. If you did, I would disown you as my sister <laughs> slash Jay. <laughs> okay, so what are three things you're welcoming? Art, music, art. No, you have to be specific. You just watched the Super Mario's movie, so you could you could say you're welcoming that. Yeah, sure. And art. Okay. And music. <laughs> what kind of art and what kind of music? You wouldn't get it. Tell me. I'm sure someone listening would get it. Uh, the music part that's really hard to explain. Mm -hmm. Like this is what her music sounds like. That's that's literally all she listens to. <laughs> that's only one part. Okay. Uh, or like. I'm so lonely no. and I'm, and I'm no, it's sad. Not. No, it's not. Okay. It's not those kinds of socks. So oh. <laughs> it's not socks. Okay. Uh, how do I explain this? So imagine a happy, like a really happy sounding song mm -hmm. with a very dark meaning behind it, but <laughs> it just sounds so good that you just can't stop listening to it. Oh, yes. And it's in another language. Oh, yikes. You are complex. So many layers to that. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of music you're welcoming? Yeah. And what kind of art are you welcoming? Every. Every kind of art. What is the main form of art medium that you like? Cartoonish. Cartoonish, like animating. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, so I brought you on here today because you recently came back from Ghana. Actually, that was in January, so it's been a bit now. Yeah. Um, You were in Ghana for, I think, nine months last year. Yes, I was. I counted. <laughs> you counted every day that went by. No, I counted every month. Uh, was it a traumatizing time for you? 
kind of, but I have my cats, so I was, I guess, fine. Yeah. L- should we talk about how it happened? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's still fresh in your be- memory, so you probably are like, you know, a bit, you probably still haven't processed everything, and maybe when you're older, you're gonna, you're gonna see everything in a different light, you're gonna think about the experience a little bit differently but right now i just kind of want to capture how you're feeling how it was for you and stuff like that is that is that cool yeah so how did you get to ghana when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, my school was being really dumb mm-hmm. and was like, hey, your child has le- uh, mm, it's missed like two weeks of school. Mm-hmm. Almost two weeks. Even though in second grade, she almost missed 80, but we said nothing but gave you a voicemail. We're about to kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, no. Well, time to send my child to Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> so your school said that you were missing a lot of school. Yeah. And yeah. that if you, and that they were going to kick you out because you missed a lot of school. Yeah. That's kind of counterproductive, don't you think? Like, she missed a bunch of schools, so now we're going to make her miss more school by kicking her out. Yeah. How does that even make sense? It's Why were you public school system. How <laughs> look at you being elitist. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um why were you missing a lot of school, do you know? Mm, the teachers were the worst. Not yeah. like only two of them. Yeah. The, the other two some others were angels. Mm-hmm. But you you feel like the teachers were not good. You just didn't like school. No, just the teachers. School was okay. Yeah. Students were ruthless, ex- especially mine. Mm-hmm. Ruthless in what sense? Uh, what mean? Th- remember the other that that kid that he said, "Oh, I'm from a like South, I think Africa or mm-hmm. West Africa." Oh, like yeah. So he kept on saying slurs and calling people insults. Yeah. And was threatening to kill them in some way, even though I did the same thing. But mine was a ha ha slash J. What? So you, so he threatened to kill people, and then you threatened to kill people, but you were joking. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. So long story short, you didn't like school, so you just didn't want to go. Yeah. And so like every morning you would wake up and you just like didn't want to go to school, basically. Mm Um, I still don't, but I just have to. I mean, I feel like nobody really wants to go to school at that age, to be honest. Like, school is just, like, a drag. 
especially in sixth grade was brutal i think i've told you yeah. sixth grade was really hard for me because that's when i came you and i kind of did like a swap you know mm-hmm. like you left school you left america and went to sixth grade in ghana mm-hmm. i left ghana to come do sixth grade here so we kind of have like opposite experiences almost where I grew up knowing Ghana and then I came to America and then you grew up knowing America and then you went to Ghana. Yeah. So basically you're missing a bunch of school. You don't like school. You get up in the morning and you just like don't want to go. Was that it? Yeah, I think mainly the problem was because, yeah, the people were kind of rude. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> Also, we, like, came back from the pandemic. Yeah. So after, like, a year probably or more of, like, staying inside. That's true. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Don't get me started on how stupid I was uh, during that time. But <laughs> it literally, they, I was like, it was lunch. And mm. I was like, what do we do now? They're like, I don't know. Read a book. <laughs> I was like, oh, so school's over? And so then you would leave school for her. And then I went and waited for like almost an hour for my friend to finish her classes, not thinking, oh, wait, I probably have classes. Ah. And I was like, oh, she's, I feel so bad. She doesn't, she doesn't have any classes. And then the next day they were like, where were you? Oh my gosh. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you mean school is over? Yeah, no. when the pandemic kind of like settled down, mm-hmm. uh, my teacher gave me two um, what are those called? Packets? No, they're like, they're like time, like paper of time things. Oh. Like uh, we gotta take like schedule. Mo- yeah, schedule. Okay. Yeah, the schedule. She gave me two schedules because she said that I really needed it. Wow. Mhm. That's kind of a uh, condescending. <laughs> but um so pandemic was happening it was a bit it was weird like i feel like pandemic as a fourth were you in fourth grade yeah i was in fourth pandemic as a fourth grader must have been very interesting so all of a sudden you're doing school online and now you have to go back to regular school after like a whole year of school online and school just feels like a drag yeah i feel like everyone kind of feels that way even regardless of how old you are um going back to school after the a lot of people dropped out of school like Mm -hmm. a lot of people after the pandemic were like i don't want to go to college anymore you know a lot of people did a lot of like life-changing things so i completely understand how you went through the pandemic and then you had to go back to school and it, it school just seemed like daunting right yeah yeah so after you go back to school and you're missing a bunch of school and your school's like, oh, we're going to kick you out because you're missing a bunch of school. Coincidentally, Mama is going to Ghana that same month, mm. right? Was that not what happened? That's not what she said. Okay, what did she say? She was like, oh, yeah, you're going to Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because your school's kicking you out, and we just want to put you there to show you all about your home country, your whole mother your birthing land yeah your motherland yeah so she's like okay like we're just gonna put you in ghana school yeah we're gonna put you in ghana school even though we promised everyone that we'd put you into therapy but (laughs) yeah we're just gonna plop you into a different country for nine months and see what happens (laughs) and what do you think happened good or bad good because i figured out what study vlogs were and it just kind of changed everything okay that's good that's good that's good okay so 
you feel like you got something positive out of it. I guess. Yeah. But, like, the whole experience was probably hard. Because I was in Ghana for a month, and it was hard for me. Yeah. Ghana was hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I was staying in the same place that you were, so I feel like it was... I, I can't imagine nine months. Every day from school, I turned on the air conditioner, and when the lights came off i was crying oh and i couldn't do anything because it was so hot and when they finally came on i was happier than ever yeah i don't like the random on and off of the electricity yeah they I call it doomso <laughs> yeah i like normally when that happens here you just go downstairs see if it works and if it doesn't you just kind of waited out for like a few minutes and then it came on nope Ghana is like okay either it goes on for 10 minutes or two hours yeah or sometimes like days it used to be like days when i was little oh i'm so glad that doesn't happen to me yeah if it was days i would have been sad mm-hmm. i would have been i'm missing my i'm missing my episodes of sam and cat mm. please <laughs> you didn't even watch sam and cat it's an example. I wanted to say Liv and Maddie, but I forgot. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, you watch Liv and Maddie in Ghana? Yeah. Okay. So, Mama's like, let's go to Ghana and put you in Ghana school. Immediately, what are your thoughts? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was, She didn't even bring up the Ghana school part. She's like, Let, I'm going to put you into Ghana. I'm like, why? I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a funny thing. I, like, I'm sitting there, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I forget something. Instead of, like, bringing something that I will soon lose for, like, long, like, for almost a year, instead of bringing a simple little Nintendo, I brought a pillow. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I almost forgot my pillow. Mm-hmm. And then I lost my Nintendo for how long? I'm not sure. Like, almost two years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so why didn't you want to go to Ghana, like, immediately? Immediately you were like, no, I don't want to go to Ghana. Why? Because America. Mm, what about it? It's America. <laughs> America's freedom state, even though people, like, die from other people every single day. <laughs> so you don't want to go to Ghana because you feel like Ghana doesn't have the freedom that America has. Yeah, but I was kind of wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. Do you think Ghana has more freedom or less freedom? A bit more. Really? I've counted over 100 dogs that I have seen on the streets. In Ghana? Yeah. Mm. Want to know how many I just see, like, standing there without people walking them? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Here you can't really find, like, animals that are not being attended to. Unless they're, like, in an alleyway. Yeah, or stray cats. Yeah. Yeah, so you just kind of had, like, a negative view of what Ghana was. Like, you know, and I I remember Clara and I would try and show you, like, pictures and be, like, try and get you excited about Ghana because that's where we grew up, so we really loved it. We really love it still and are, like, super excited about it. And so we were trying to show you, like, Ghana is beautiful. You're going to have such a good time. And so when you got to Ghana, what did your expectations how did your expectations match up with reality? What were you expecting and what did you find? I was expecting uh, 
heat, mm-hmm. heat strokes, <laughs> dying people, melting people. Oh my god, melting skin. Oh my just, god, just kidding. Just, just a lot of hyperbole of heat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, really. When I first heard of like Ghana before the pictures. Mm-hmm. And like Mama would say, like, oh, they're gonna treat you like a princess when they when they see like a America an American person in their uh, school or something. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, when you say that, don't let it like at least elaborate on that <laughs> because my imagination went wild and it still kind of did because I can still remember like seeing like in imagination world. I don't know if I could say this part. Say it. <laughs> Everything is welcome on the pod. Hey huts. Hey huts. <laughs> hey huts. So you imagine like hey huts. You imagine Ghana being full of hey huts. <laughs> yeah, and dirt, and then like people like you know how in funerals they wear those kind of clothes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I kind of imagined. So you imagined hey huts and dirt and like hot people and hot people not hot people sexy people i'm just kidding um people hot like people who are just sweating yeah and then i can like see them kind of like in a that that war on booga mm-hmm. kind of movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh look it's an American, and then they actually treat me like an actual princess of England. Mm. Yeah. Because that's what Mama was telling you. Yeah. And what did you find when you got there? Like People what, what literally just don't care. <laughs> like, if you're American, okay, we don't care. Yeah. Back then, though, back, back, back in the day, if you were American, it was definitely a much more like, ooh. Because I remember in the school that I went to, there would be, like, foreign kids and um, whenever they would come and they had the accents, we were, like, super excited and everybody wanted to be their friends. But now it's not the same anymore because now everyone is kind of, like, realizing, like, America is not really all that. So, like, every time you went to school and you heard someone, like, hello, Karen, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. You just want to be their friend. Yeah, basically. But not me, everybody else. Me, I just kind of, like, I... I definitely tried hard to be, like, the nonchalant one, the one that, like, didn't care about the um, the foreign kids. Even though I did, secretly, I'm like, ooh, I'm so jealous of them. But, like, in turn, like, outside, I just made it look like I didn't care about them. And so then that, your like, frowning face became, almost became your permanent face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would you rate, like, Ghana overall on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm really thinking about this. I could either be mean or be nice. I mean, be true to what you feel. Five and a half. <laughs> Four and a half, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, so what are some pros and cons? Pros are animals everywhere. Mm-hmm. You could literally just go onto the street with money to buy something. Mm-hmm. And no one really cares. Mm-hmm. Like, no one. Yeah. Because in America, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing alone? People like five people are going to try and sell your body parts on the black market. (laughs) People here are like, oh, look, a four year old with no adult supervision with 50 CDs. That's normal. (laughs) And go on with their day. Yeah. And uh, uh, cats and dogs are kind of easy to get. 
kind of. Yeah. People yeah. are just like selling them by the roadside. Yeah. And yeah, there's a, a lot of billboards. Mm-hmm. It's mesmerizing. Mm. Their KFC is kind of good. Ghana's KFC is yeah, good. Yeah, but uh, Clara said that it tasted more like fish. Yeah, it did. It did? I, I thought that it tasted like fish. I feel like they fried everything in the fish oil. Probably <laughs> did. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, everything was good. So what? So those are the pros. KFC, animals everywhere, no adults. Oh, pools. Pools, no adult supervision needed, really. Yeah. And then what are some cons? Heat. I am a person who, like... If the if it's way too hot mm-hmm. or way too cold, I will feel so uncomfortable to the fact where I will like start to cry. Mm. I really hate that kind of weather. So yeah. if it's like spring and it's in the middle, mm. it's it's like great. I won't cry or anything. Mm-hmm. So it got out where it was like really really hot. Mm-hmm. The heat is really like yeah. I, I hated every moment of that. <laughs> every moment. So the things that made it a f- a uh, 5.5 5. Uh, the negative things are that it was hot and you don't know how many bees there were there yeah were, bugs they're, they're, they're not even bees not even bees i barely saw even bees i saw wasps mm. worse than bees at my school every like top corner there would be a wasp nest oh my n- gosh nest. literally in our classroom in one of the light bulbs the little uh the part where it holds the light bulb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were uh, there were uh, wasps going inside of it. Mm. Like, every single part. I would actually... My favorite part of the school, the ITT room, mm-hmm. I'd actually have to bolt into the room and get, like, terrified when the door was locked mm-hmm. because right in front of it, a light bulb, there were, like, a few wasps there, like two and they would, like they would start flying when they needed to get something, and it was terrifying mm-hmm. each time. Every time they moved, I would get scared. They <laughs> moved, they like like a little t- like a little turn, mm-hmm. like twenty degrees. That's that is enough to make me just jump out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like every time I go to school and I see they move positions, is scary. Like I see them on like the wall. One moment, and then uh, now, now they're on the ceiling. No, that's that's scary. Yeah. I hate it. It's terrifying, and everyone made fun of me for it for being scared. Mm-hmm. Even the teacher, I was like, "Oh yeah, I've never been stung by a wasp, and it's and it's like really scary for me." He's like, "Well, wasp stings. They are not fun. You don't want to feel them. That does not help at all. <laughs> not at all." So you were the only one that was scared of the bugs? Someone even called me, like, not human, kind of. They're like, they were like, well, look at us, all human beings, like, sitting down while you're terrified of a wasp coming into the, the classroom. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of rude. First of all, Shanine, <laughs> uh, you're, you're like the, you're like the class president. Uh-huh. Uh, like, you know, like, those those movies where the class president is like the smart kind of snitchy they're like they're like can you guys please shut your gobs the teacher <laughs> wants us to be silent as she takes her phone call outside in the hallway kind of <laughs> like that yeah yeah but also like really rude uh so she was kind of rude yeah yeah that's not nice if i was scared of someone something and like 
someone was like kind of invalidating how I feel, I would be upset. So things that made it, you know, negative, some cons of Ghana was like the heat, the bugs, probably like not being able to see your family. Yeah, I literally call you every day like, I need you here. You've left me into this this a prison of no air conditioner. <laughs> You've prisoners prisons are supposed to be cold, not like I'm Hot. in an oven. This yeah. is this is not Arizona. I would rather be in Arizona than this. I could cook <laughs> five eggs in this weather. <laughs> You've left your child. This is abuse. <laughs> honestly, 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 it could be considered abandonment. <laughs> this is why I have abandonment issues. <laughs> okay, you don't have abandonment issues. But maybe you do. Maybe you developed some um, from that experience. I feel like... Um, mama thought mama did leave you in good hands. Yeah. She thought she's leaving you in good hands. You loved mummy. I grew up with mummy. So Zoel actually went to stay with the lady that raised me. Yeah. When I when my mom was in America. So it was honestly like we kind of had the same experience except swapped where this lady, um, her name is mummy. Oh, I call her mummy. Her name is Jane though. She raised me, and then. Now she got to take care of Zoal for nine months. Did you like mommy? Yeah, I loved her. She was, she even bought cats, even though she's admitted so many times she does not like animals. Yeah, the the only way Zoal would have been content with her stay was if we got her cats in Ghana. So they got her two cats to stay with. What were their names? Uh, Pepper and Onion. Actually, they wanted to just get one, mm-hmm. but they just kind of added the other one because they uh because they were you know together all the time and mm-hmm. they were thinking of removing the other one and i was like no bring which both was a, of them yeah which was a great choice because the other one died oh. so if we like put away the other one no cats and that would be sad and i'd be lonely yeah what were their names pepper and onion how did you get those names I don't know. I just thought, like, when I first saw the first cat, Mm -hmm. I just thought Pepper. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, a really common name. Mm -hmm. Because when you see a gray cat, what's the first name that comes up? I would not say Pepper. What? Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't see a tabby cat and just go, well, his name is Pepper now. And he's mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't. So that's just the first name that came to mind. Yeah, and then. They were there. I wanted to call them Spice, but, like, everyone kept on calling them Spicy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want that, so I just went with Onion. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, you wanted Pepper and Spice. Yeah. But then you did Pepper and Onion. I liked Pepper and Onion. Yeah, I should have done Ice Spice. Wait, so who's... <laughs> um, yeah, Ice and Spice. Yeah. So who? which one's the one that died? Pepper? Yeah, Pepper. Aw. It was... Food mode, like really, really food motivated. Mm-hmm. So food motivated, in fact, that onion used to be very skinny and very light. Cause on, uh, not onion, pepper kept on taking all the food. Mm. So every time they got the chance to go outside, which makes it like ten times worse to even get them inside. Yeah. Uh, onion would like play with the grass, but pepper mm-hmm. would just eat it. Yeah. And when I was outside, I had to like pull him away from the grass Mm -hmm. to not eat it, but he kept on doing it, and then he got sick and died. Aww. 
I, they were like, oh, no, we'll get him to a hospital. And then, like, the next day, I saw, like, a kind of like a, a cloth, like a black cloth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, where's Pepper? And they're like, oh, yeah, they brought him to the hospital. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but why is that cloth there? And I unraveled it, and it was the body of Pepper. No. They told you they took Pepper to the hospital? Yeah, and then I was like, no, Pepper's not in the hospital. He is dead right there. <laughs> oh, no. Right next to our second bathroom. And she was like, oh, I thought they brought him to the hospital because that's what we asked the uncle to do. I think the uncle, like, kind of saw that Pepper was already dead. Yeah. So he didn't really know what to do and just... So he covered it with a cloth. Yeah, and he wasn't really there the next day. I don't know what they did to him. The uncle? No, no. Oh. <laughs> the uncle! <laughs> <laughs> like, you... You... You blasphemous human. You hid my child's... Other child's... Thingy, mabobber. Mm-hmm. And you shall now pay with the disappearance. <laughs> we will put missing posters, but no one will ever find you. <laughs> you took it all the way there. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry about um your loss. Yeah, but Onion got fat, and now she's my chubby little, not baby anymore. She's a mother. Yes, she is a mother. I, I, I can't believe this. I've been gone for so long. She's not a mother, and she still cries my name. Aww. And Were you sad that you couldn't bring them to America? Of course I was. Yeah. I was literally planning, like, oh, my gosh, it'll be so fun to just have a cat in America. Mm-hmm. And now I could, like, play with them. Yeah. I would, every time, uh, since I am a pl- uh, someone who plans ahead of time mm-hmm. and draws, I would draw life, mm-hmm. like, in future. And I would draw Pepper and Onion in the pictures. Aww. And then when Pepper died, I just did onion in the pictures before I realized I could not bring cats because America goes, your cats are probably rabid. Even though humans here are already rabid, we've lost like millions of people due to school shootings and other shootings and violence. (laughs) But your animals are rabid. We do not allow unless you give us money. Give us money now. (laughs) That's that's just how it is. (laughs) Oh, you cracked me up. Yeah, the, they made it very hard to bring, like, an animal over. Yeah, there were... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, but it was, like, I couldn't bring the cats, but they were, like, oh, if you want a dog, we can, like, pay to get a dog over. Mm. And I was, like, so you'll let me bring a dog, something that's way harder to take care of, and when you leave it alone for, like, ten minutes, it probably is already ripped open your couch. Mm-hmm. Then a cat that literally just takes care of itself and makes, like, a few messes... Mm. So you would say you're a cat person and not a dog person. I am both, but more of a bit, more of a cat person. More of a cat person. You're you're definitely. <laughs> I could just see you like with like three cats when you're older. I probably will have that. You'll be the cat lady. Yeah. Aww. I I think I'll just have one cat though. Yeah, just one. Yeah, not three. I think three is too much. Three is too much. Okay, so when you you had to st- where did you stay in Ghana? Kumasi. Kumasi. Where nothing, literally nothing happens. Honestly, I feel you. Except for a fire. Oh, yeah. That's true. So you stayed in Kumasi, and then you went with Mama. So Mama took you to Ghana, and then she left and left you there. Yeah. How did you feel in that moment when you realized you were not going back to America with her? 
uh, I felt betrayed. Mm. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yeah. My own mother, the mother that birthed me in the evening of January 28, 2011, in the hospital mm. and named me and raised me is now leaving, yeah. abandoning their own child with their other two children away you kept on complaining how everything is boring without me then why leave me mother i could not even look nor chat to you <laughs> do not get into my personal life again unless you bring me back yeah mm. so you oh so you didn't want to talk to her i did well you did yeah. but you kind of wanted to just like she would ask about personal life and you just didn't want to tell her personal life because like you wanted to be back you were just kind of upset yeah i was very upset yeah i understand i i definitely in that moment would have felt betrayed as well i would have felt just like kind of lied to in a way i wish that she would have told you maybe like exactly what was going to happen you wouldn't have liked it though so maybe maybe she didn't have a choice but to kind of con you into it yeah but like the thing that really makes me mad is that they kept on postponing the your return date yeah because like the play ticket said like may some not may april something mm -hmm. probably may though yeah i was like oh yeah we're going back at this time they're like no i was like wait what and they're like oh no we're going back at this time they leave and they're like oh yeah you're coming back in june you're coming back in july you're coming back in december you're coming back in january yeah Grandma kept on saying that I would come back in March. Really? Thank goodness I did it, because if I did, I would probably jump out a window. Oh, my god! 300 feet in, out uh, in the air. Oh, please. No, you wouldn't. I probably would. No, you wouldn't. Okay, maybe I wouldn't. Exactly. But, yeah, you just you felt upset. And I felt, I felt sad. I really definitely missed you. I knew, though, I knew that being in Ghana was good for you, because I feel like, I feel like, Every Ghanaian child should get to experience um, a bit of Ghana, um, like, you know, deeply and not just like maybe a two week visit, but really immerse yourself in the culture, get to know the people, get to know your surroundings, preferably with your family around <laughs> and not with like a random like lady that you are just meeting. So I think that's what went wrong was that your family wasn't around. But I definitely think that. Everyone needs to experience just like being just if you've never been to Ghana and like your family's from somewhere living there for some months, I think is good. What do you say? Uh, yeah. But but Nathaniel and Ephraim and Michelle and Mackenzie didn't have to go through it. So why did I? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess I would say that Nathaniel and Ephraim should go through it. They should. I think <laughs> they should be forced. <laughs> If they don't get good grades, they're forced there for like a year and they have to go through the pain that I had to go through. Aww. <laughs> I'm evil. No, you're not. I think that, I think they all should get to the experience to live in Ghana for a while. Mackenzie and. I think it changes you for the better. Yeah, Mackenzie and Michelle can go there for three weeks. Nathaniel and Ephraim shall go there for the rest of their life until they get so. They get so distraught that they changed their mind of thinking and are now a straight A students and have very good jobs. See, but then that would be a great outcome that Ghana changed, you know, that where you're there, you are kind of forced to maybe like 
pattern up, you know? Like, get sharper, get smarter, get more organized, get more disciplined. I think that a lot of what America lacks when it comes to children is discipline. discipline. I think that you can raise a disciplined child in America, but I think that... Um, American school, public school. Yes, exactly. It's th- really rude. They literally do nothing. Exactly. Well, they, they teach, but not... Nothing else to really, yeah. like, train a child. Uh-huh. They're like, all right, class, we're going to learn the quantum physics, and why not... We explode some ex- uh, uh, chemicals in science. How does that sound? <laughs> and dissect a frog. <laughs> and not, not nothing really like fundamental or like. And I guess that's where family comes in. And what school lacks, your family is supposed to instill those disciplines and values and morals with you. But I think that there's a different level of discipline that like being in a Ghana school brings and being in Ghana in general brings that I think is beneficial. And I think that I, I know that you didn't really have a good time while being there, but I think that even you can attest that you're way more organized on top of things, stick to your routine. You created a whole new routine. You basically matured from like in a nine month span you became a new person uh-huh is a discipline thing yeah uh in america when you cheat on a test that's like a yeah i'm a little bit nervous about it but i'm still gonna do it because i'm not gonna really get that much in trouble except for like a detention or a mm-hmm. call from home mm-hmm. it gotta that feels terrifying like mm-hmm. i'm in the middle of a horror movie i'm not even like not even cheating, but I feel like I'm about to get my head chopped off <laughs> for just looking at like a like the corner of someone's paper. Oh my gosh! If they caught you like trying to cheat, you would be whipped like yeah. in the front uh, during like our uh, midterms. Apparently, like a kid in our school didn't like did really something bad, not cheating, but like the entire like. The entire HIVS, mm-hmm. uh, Hilltop International British School, where like yeah. Ghanaian kids and the internationals were there. Yeah, like the entire entirety of it had to watch it in like a little room where we did all our tests. Mm-hmm. We had to watch this kid get beat. Oh my god! And he still did not learn anything from that. He literally gets beat like every day, and uh. yet he'll be like, "My dad brought me this jacket, and I will not be taking it off." <laughs> you can you can tell was him he that. American? He wasn't. Oh. I literally looked at him. I looked at the wrong direction, just zoning out, and then he insulted me. Oh no! Well, maybe he deserves to get beat. Yeah. <laughs> but so you went to um you went to an international school, a school for like British kids, American kids that are in Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like that? Would you have went to a a purely Ghanaian school, or did you like that they put you in a kind of like a hybrid school? I like that they put me in a hybrid school, even though the people were a bit more mean. mean. Yeah, I think I think international kids in Ghana probably will be a bit mean because they are wealthier than the average kids there. Yeah, because there was this British person. That's why I made a British accent. Mm-hmm. She was, like, really, really mean. Mm. She, yeah, I was just drawing in my, minding my business, trying to figure out what to just, you know, art. Yeah. And then she goes, 
can I go to, can I see you all? And I like shake my head. No, because no, mm-hmm. I don't want to want to know what she does. What does she do? Literally yanks the paper out of my hands mm-hmm. and tries to look at it. Thankfully, I have literally drawn nothing but a circle. Okay, good. Uh, like a few words, trying to figure out like what to do. Yeah. Yeah, and then I took and like I yanked it in a way and looked at her like, "Do not do this again, or else I will throw you out this six foot building." Did you say that? No, <laughs> but I I I made her look that said that. Yeah. Yeah. That's rude that she would just yank like your personal drawing out of your hands, even though you don't want her to see it. Yeah, that's not okay. People did pay me to draw like a like a few what. Facts. But really? Yeah, I said, Oh yeah, I'll I'll pay like uh you pay me and I draw. I did commissions. You <laughs> you commissioned your artwork. Yeah. Look at you being and a I business woman. Like, and I got like around ten CDs from What? It. Like one C D per like one C D maybe a few pesos per person. Wow. What yeah. did you do with that money? Oh, I just bought food. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think I would do with it? I don't know. Maybe pay Jade, <laughs> uh, my other cousin. For what? What do you need to pay her for? Massages. She she massaged you? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and then she kept on going like, oh, I'm not going to massage you for free anymore. I'm going. You're going to pay me. <laughs> and I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I made sure every day I'd have at least enough money just to pay her. Dang. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, no, you got to pay me like 500 CDs. Oh and I'm my like, gosh. Jane, I gave you around 13 CDs so you could buy more food every day at school. Yeah. Now... Now you're the one that has to give me money. <laughs> I got like, yeah, still like five to ten uh, uh, CDs. Five to ten CDs from commissioning art. Yeah. That's nice. Did you make any friends in Ghana? Not really. Maya. Oh, yeah. Maya. Yeah. I haven't talked to her. I gave her Mama's number, but she never really. Did you get her number? No. We can ask Mommy for it. I think you should keep in touch with her. Yeah. Yeah, so Zoelle met a British girl named Maya who was nine, ten. Yeah, she's ten now. She's she was a niece of someone from Boston because yeah. their grandma, not no, their mother mm-hmm. made a really like a mansion in front of grandma's house. Yes, the house across the one that Zoelle was staying in was a huge mansion that this lady from Boston built. Yeah, and but then she passed away, so her family came and like. Um, had the funeral and everything, and Zoal met one of the granddaughters, um, mm-hmm. and she was over at the mansion all the time. And they had a big pool, and she was great, and the mansion was great. Yeah. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, um, and overall, how would you, because when you came back to America, I feel like you had a, a very increased sense of, like, gratitude for everything that we had you know like i feel like before you saw everything as kind of like boring lackluster the world was gray the glass was half empty um and then when you came back i feel correct me if i'm wrong that you had more gratitude for things you had more like um your eyes were more opened because you saw a completely different world than what you were used to, and you came back, and you were like, ah, yes, this is the, the world that I, I'm in. Yeah. 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 How, what, 
how I know these questions are really complex <laughs> so I'm trying to phrase them in the way that you'll be able to answer but I'm I guess I'm trying to ask like what about what do you think about being in Ghana changed you as a person it was it was literally just a video of a study vlog mm -hmm. literally nothing else like maybe like a few stray cats mm -hmm. but that was all so when you were in Ghana you discovered what a study vlog is yeah and ever since then, how did that change you? I just went, oh, so that's what studying is? Why does it seem so fun? Mm -hmm. I want to try that now. Okay. Because that's normally what happens when I see something fun mm -hmm. and looks at least simple enough to do. Yeah. Like how I saw animation when I was four, and I was like, well, that's cool. I want to do that now. Yeah. Even though it is very much complex and not as simple as I thought it was. I know. That's kind of how everything is. You think it... It looks easier than it is. But with hard work, I think you can achieve it. So you discovered what study vlogs were in Ghana. And after that, you're like, huh, I want to live like those girls doing the study vlogs. Yeah. So you created a whole new morning routine, evening routine, study routine, study tips. Yeah. And you follow them day to day. Yeah. Tell me what your morning routine is. What time do you wake up now? So normally. Okay. I'm first of all, how can you describe your morning routine before you went to Ghana? So my morning routine when I went to Ghana. Uh, before you went to Ghana. Yeah, before I went to Ghana. I wake up at 6 a.m., mm -hmm. uh, get ready, maybe take a shower. If I didn't take a shower, like... The, the night before? Yeah. Then uh, I have an hour to, like, do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Then around 8.26, I go to my bus stop. <laughs> yeah. And now what's your morning routine like? So I wake up at four fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> You're insane. No, I wake up at four fifteen just to like kinda get myself ready. Yeah. Well like, what time do you sleep? the time I sleep is around like eight to nine. Before you went to Ghana, what time did you sleep? Later. Like what? Eleven. Okay. Yeah, but uh yeah, I like take a moment. If I didn't take a shower the night before, mm -hmm. I like go do that. Or I just let myself procrastinate for a little, and then I go, wait a minute, and then kind of just do something. Yeah. Then at around 5, I get everything ready. Mm -hmm. Then around 6, I kind of just wait for Mama to either wake up or just get ready. Mm -hmm. And then 7, I kind of... Do you still go on your walks? Oh, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to, but yeah. like, you know, since before... It was it was cold, cold yeah. and everything wouldn't you know sh sunshine correctly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was cold and dark basically when you woke up. Yeah, I think you should. So Zoe used to like go on like a little walk around the neighborhood in the mornings before, like right when she woke up. And I I have started doing that. Did you know? What I started doing that. I started doing this thing called prayer walks, and I wake up at five thirty and I walk around my neighborhood for like. Honestly, an hour, <laughs> sometimes 50 minutes, sometimes 45 minutes, just praying. And then not like not like five minutes. Yeah, I know five minutes. It's fine. Not an hour. I know. I know. I know you used to do them for just five minutes, but I don't know. I just like like just seeing where my foot takes me <laughs> and then making my way back without a GPS. I'm I'm happy that I just walk around my neighborhood. Yeah. You're in New York City, like the fourth most populated state in the world. Mm. 
I know. And you're walking, like, probably miles away, and then you have no GPS <laughs> to try and step. Uh, like, if I was you in your shoes, I would get lost, like, five minutes into the walk. Yeah. Because, like... Well, the thing that's good about New York City is that, like, everything is kind of built like a square. Yeah. So, like, you just can walk in squares and you'll find your way back. Yeah. Or, like, rectangles. Yeah, the only thing that will help me to, like, try and trace back to where I am Mm -hmm. is seeing things that I saw. Like, on your way there. Yeah, and then I get deja vu. And then I go, wait a minute. So, this way. You get deja vu. <laughs> okay, interesting. Where were we? Oh, so you think so? You're saying study vlogs change. You have a nice set of morning routine now. Do you feel like you got closer to God or no? Uh, no, yes, uh, not really. Yeah, but you, you're, you're more happy. like happy. You're happier now than you were before. Yeah. And why do you think that is? I don't know. You used to be like a really sad kid. People were meanies. Yeah. Really meanies. And I and I couldn't t- uh, cu- uh, think of comebacks mm-hmm. uh, without thinking them about them like a few weeks later in the <laughs> shower. <laughs> and then wishing I could go back in time to save them. Aww. Everyone has those moments. Uh-huh. Also, one big piece of the puzzle is that when you got back to America just recently, you g- went to a new school. Oh, yeah. You now go to a private school. You don't go to a public school anymore. You go to a private school. How do you like that now? Oh, yeah, it's fun. People are still kind of... Uh, yeah. But they're not me. They're just... Uh, yeah. They're, like, despisable in a way that you can tolerate them. <laughs> Dang. Ouch. Okay. Especially this one kid called Fanasi. Okay, uh, let's not name drop on the pod in case. Not, 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 I did not say anything. You didn't hear what I said. I said Billy. <laughs> so Billy. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, all he did really was make like mean comments about himself. Like, mm-hmm. so like if you say, oh yeah, this per like, no, we had to take out the trash. He's like, well, I'm trash. You can take me out. Or, like, talking about, oh, like, the word burden. Mm. Or, like, kind of negative words. He would, like, put them into him and then complain about, like, everything. Aw. That sounds like sounds like he has some self-esteem issues. He, like, he enjoys doing them. Oh, really? He, he just wants attention? Kind Aww. of. And then he's, like, friends with another. Let's call him... I'm thinking Damien. Okay. Yeah, Damien. Damien and Billy. Damien and Billy. Damien is kind of like Billy, except he doesn't, like, make self-comments and doesn't complain that much, but they're, like, kind of the same. Mm. Okay. So, you like your new school more than your old school, basically. Yeah. Um, How is it now with me living in New York City and Clara in Boston and just you being in the house? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how dare you be able to have stable lives while i am here wishing that i could just live alone with a cat <laughs> well i would say this that life is not as stable as you think it is for us but it's okay that's all part of growing up and i miss you dearly i love it when i get to come back and visit you and see you and we can catch up um 
<laughs> and I feel like you should beg Mama to bring you to New York City so I that you can visit. Yeah, I should. I should make her make her make me miss five days of school just just to be with you. Uh, okay, maybe when s- summer's over, so you are not at risk of. Wait, being summer's out. over? No, no, no. When summer begins. Yeah, and summer's <laughs> over. When school's over, I mean, when school's over. So that you're not at risk of being kicked out of another school for missing too many yeah. classes. Yeah, I've only missed like three, and they were just like I was genuinely sick. Yeah, and since I was like really sick for like a week, mm-hmm. I every time I had to go back down to the office, I'm like I feel like I'm doing the thing I used to do, mm. cause like I like didn't. No, my teacher she counted. Dozing off as go to nurse's office. That's just so bad. Yeah, her exact words were, you cannot sleep in my class, but I'll let you sleep at the nurse's office. That made me a regular visitor at the nurse's office, and the nurse just went, either take sugar to make yourself go, haha, I'm hyper, or just sleep. Hmm. Uh, so you would choose sleeping. Yeah, no, and this was at your old school. You would yeah. fall asleep in class often, yeah. and the teacher would basically kick you out. Yeah, the only like I like I kind of dozed. Your off old like school sounds terrible. Yeah, no, I I dozed off like a few times in school, but they yeah. weren't like bad enough. Yeah, like kind of like not noticeable. Yeah, like in front of people, like oh, Zola, are you okay? Like yeah, I'm fine, and then doze off again. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly like parts that weren't important. Yeah. Like more of like, oh, I have an idea or we should do this. Or, oh, I'm complaining about my life story because apparently you've uh, made me bad somehow. Mm, the teacher would be complaining. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I don't like how your old school sounds. I'm glad that you like your new school now. And I feel like the teachers care more, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I like when teachers are... And also, like, the thing with private schools is that the classes are small. So the teachers only have, like, a few students to really put their all into. Because I think that... I mean, being a teacher is probably draining. That you can't really deeply care about each student and give them your all. Like, uh, in a class of 25 kids. Yeah. As opposed to a class of, like, 10 kids. Yeah, my, my teacher... He buys Dunkin' Donuts a coffee like mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. to the point where now every time his car goes up to the the, the drive through, they uh, immediately know his order. That's funny. Which I've always wanted because I've been going to McDonald's ever since I was young, and yet still they have not memorized <laughs> my order by now. Do you know how many people go to McDonald's every day? You are not the only regular customer. They yeah, have. I know, but like Mama's car has pulled up there so many times. I get that people, like new people, keep on coming and coming, and like people that knew like kept on going Mm -hmm. but like at least at least like know a part of my order yeah (laughs) not all of it my my order is actually kind of simple like like at least four things okay what is it uh mcchicken lunch fries medium sprite and uh, 10 piece chicken nuggets simple simple (laughs) okay let's wrap it up here thank you for coming on the pods though you're um, I have one more question. Uh-huh. What are your, you know, goals for like the near future? You don't have to think too far, but like really like in the coming summer and the coming year, what do you want to focus on? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to do? That is such a hard answer because you're saying don't like 
think too much about it. How am I not supposed to do that? Okay, you can think as much as you want. I'm just saying not the college I'm going to go to in Boston. I'm going to move in Boston. <laughs> so right now you're just thinking about college. Yeah. You got s- you got some time to go, baby No, girl. but high school. High school. Yeah. I want to pick my own high school this time because really? mother keeps uh, because everyone is like, oh, I want to go to this high school because I saw it and I really and like I went on a tour and I'm like, you guys do that? My mom literally just picked a high school and said, you're going there now. What high school did she pick? Uh, I think it was like Saint something. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's also another private high school. Yeah. What school? What high schools are your friends going to? Like, like something tech, something interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can tell Mama like you want to go and tour schools and pick the ones you want to go to. Yeah. That'd be fun. I at least just wanna, like, I don't know, just like at least, you know see what people like oh public high school was so bad boohoo or public high school was great mm-hmm. or just private school is great but it just feels just like public school yeah yeah that kind you just kind of want to like weigh your options yeah yeah that makes sense okay well i can see now that you're just like focused on High school and the and the coming future. E. I know you have a long, bright future ahead of you. I'm so excited to see what like you'll be doing. I'm so glad that you came on the podcast and that my audience, the kingdom, got to hear from you. <gasps> Any last words for them? What do you want to leave them with? Please help me. I'm not eaten in five days. I'm being held hostage. <laughs> She's lying. I know I'm lying. Tell, leave them with something fun. Uh, don't do school. Eat. Wait, no. Don't do vegetables. Eat your school and stay in drugs. <laughs> Period. Yeah. <laughs> you're. You think you're silly? She's in a silly, goofy mood right now. I've been in a silly, goofy. Your mood. Your whole life is a silly, goofy mood. Silly, goofy. Silly I like wacky. it though. It brings so much excitement to mine. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for being on the pod. We love you. God loves you. And you guys will hear from me in another episode. And But if you stayed to the end, thank you for listening for to Zoelle's story. Don't feel bad for her. I promise she's much, much well off than you can Feel imagine. bad for me right now. <laughs> feel bad. Um... But yeah, thanks for coming on. I love you. I do. Say, I love you. I do. I love you. I do. Good. And we'll talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you in my next episode. Bye-bye. Goodbye.